0: This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Room Ashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not a scientist. News Hold to on. you. <laughs> I have to go. I've been wasting a lot of time. Bad Batch, again, you know, it. she rides like a standard issue Clone Wars season. However, she drives like a bistro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't gone by old grandpa in a long time. <laughs> How cool that cut be?) <laughs>
0: Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast the Craft Algae Radio Network, a collection of craft beer and geek news tied loosely together. Our podcast is intended to top off your mug with some craft brews and geek news. Spicy, geeky nuggets, pop culture, maybe a little bit of um craft beer knowledge that you weren't aware of before. Uh, but we'll get into that shortly. Mr. Lowsman is joining me tonight how are you sir
1: i'm doing great as always i mean just excited for the show excited for another week uh, another another epi let's get another epi in that pen bro don't speaking don't mix it up with your epi pen though please <laughs> everyone out there no, please don't. don't
0: don't put your podcast in your epi pen.
1: yeah please don't mix those up feel really bad if anyone does
0: and so will you so yeah. don't do it um <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are, we are Brood Boy Man eight one three list tonight, um, due to unforeseen circumstances, so we're just gonna wing this mano y mano, you and me and the listeners, am I
1: right? That there would be mano y mano manos, e okay. hermanos, <laughs> okay. uh, my craft hermanos, <laughs> all right. Um, well, we both, so we both, we both brought something, we (laughs) brought, we We brought a couple of cool broths, some chickens, beef,
0: this is wildly off the rails. Um, so we, we both brought something very similar that a local friend of the show provided to both both of us, if you will. I don't know if I like that. I kind of hate that. Can you lead off with the, um, what we're, what we're going to be sipping on this evening?
1: certainly can i went the weird visual extra mile to leave the plastic portion of the two pack of beers that we got on mine uh removing that now okay
0: first off no one makes a two pack so he cut a four pack or a six
1: pack and just no one it. cuts a four pack that's just <laughs> that's just ridiculous well, buying four, four beers packs is, yeah but buying four beers buying is two, two beers top. makes you more of an idiot you he didn't uh okay so <laughs> jut friend of the show Um, to all you juts out there, um, brought Donnie and I a little rare treat from uh, the Keys. Still, I have not been. Uh, I know Donnie has. But it is the Isla Murata... Oh, boy, hit the mic. That was my bad. Isla Murata... uh, Isla Murata Beer Company. India Pale Ale. The Channel Marker IPA. So, 12-ounce can, weighing in at 5% alcohol by volume. Trying to get the IBUs off the can and am struggling to see what those are. I
0: see you've done your research. I mean, that's fantastic.
1: Hey, um, I did my legwork. Right? <laughs> I brought this stinking beer all the way to your stupid house. <laughs> and I dropped it off because I I felt really obligated when Jet brought it all the way from the Keys to, uh, to Brandon, Florida. And then I just had to take it from Brandon to... <laughs> So Alright. That's good <laughs> That's a great what uh recap. Yep. <laughs> Beer's really put in its eight hours. <laughs> it's just it's a working man's beer. I'm it now. I
0: honestly no, I think it's really good. Honestly, what would, and thank you, I'm sorry, the IBUs that you were looking for were sixteen. There's only sixteen. So it's it's actually not no. that spicy. No. And you can taste it if you if you want to. A
1: lot smoother than I thought it would it's be.
0: Extremely smooth. It's it's really, really smooth um i'm sorry i was wrong let's see channel marker is 26 so channel marker is a session ipa and it's actually 26 ibus which still is very smooth again uh, keep in mind budweiser is being a 46 i i I think man i don't have to google that now but anyways keep talking about your your thoughts on it while i find that out um
1: it's smoothie with a real like again this is the second week in or second show in a row uh almost like a brute finish so very like dry finish, like it cuts right off and says, "Nope, you're done," um, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, yeah, it could totally be a good thing. I I'm enjoying it so far. So on the IBU
0: front, um, again, I was way wrong on on that. And IBU is the International Bitterness Unit, which we have talked about in the past. Budweiser is actually a seven, as in no bitterness at all. Oh. This beer is a twenty-six. If you look at uh um and I'll just now I have to find out if you look at Cigar City um highlight it's I, I want to
1: say it's astronomical
0: seventies yeah I yeah. want to say it's in the seventies which isn't a bad thing again
1: I'm not saying astronomical in a bad way I'm saying no
0: you just have to you have to have yeah I, I believe it's it's way up there um Leg- legonitis' IPA is is fifty five or fifty one so um. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a more bitter beer than the regular Budweiser, but honestly, you know, the 26 is is really nothing. It, the session IPA part of it is nice because it doesn't have a lot of bitterness. It has a lot of like citrus and a lot of like nice kind of
1: light flavors,
0: but I wouldn't say it's exactly like bitter at all. Nothing about this beer tastes bitter to me.
1: So Correct. I would um, totally agree with that. Again, it's uh it's quite drinkable. Yeah.
0: Very oh, drinkable. Isla Morada is is awesome. I've had I remember when I when I was there in the Keys, I, I I believe I went to the brewery. I can't remember now. It was so many years ago, but um just looking at their, their kind of beers they have on tap, they have a No Coconut Key Lime Ale. And that's that's only fourteen IBUs, so it's probably even sweeter. But it's like a five percent beer and it's light enough to drink all day. I mean I wish Justin, would you know, Jet would have brought us those. It would have been a real friend, but um you know. Wow.
1: <laughs> we to go jut Jetting.
0: No, I'm just kidding. This is great. It was really <laughs> nice to bring us a couple of these because um they are they are fantastic. So these um, yeah, it's, it's a good beer. And I I like a lot of their stuff that comes out of there. Like I said, that coconut lime. If you remember, like I don't know what was it 2014. Like, I do. No. T- no, it was, it was it 18 was, 16 yeah. something like that that sounds about right. we had the beer that ryan actually brewed that the brewed boy man 813 um brewed that was a coconut key not key lime but it was a coconut lime ale and it was really good probably one of my favorite beers i've ever had so um big fan big fan of this place but uh yeah i love the keys and um so yeah it's good beer that comes out of a great place and it's not a big brewery it's really small um comparatively to, to a lot of other national brands and stuff which is probably why you you know you don't you can't get it everywhere but if you have the opportunity to Isla is the is a fantastic brewery and, and just to layer my thoughts on top loss yes um smooth drinkable very crushable for a set a session ipa specifically at like you know five percent or um very good stuff i honestly just just enjoy the beer so thank you very much Jet, for for bringing this for us and uh yeah it's a
1: great beer thanks Jet
0: Next just
1: Okay, mine. <laughs> mine didn't sound that one. Weird. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. Okay.
0: So speaking of beer stories, we have a couple just to get through tonight, and one specifically. I, I just wanted. I, I saw this article a couple weeks ago, uh a couple days ago, I guess. But um there was some criteria that they were using to to redetermine now in a post or exit strategy COVID times? I'm not sure what the hell this was, but right now, essentially, they're saying, like, what are the top um the top ten beer cities in America? And I thought it was really interesting, but um, you know, if if we weren't both looking at the list, I would say, hey man, what's your what's your guess? But but it's weird. The list that came out here and this is put out by um clever apparently they have made assessment which is which is not an organization i'm familiar with but this came to me from a couple different sources um and therefore like I, you know these are more for conversation rather than say like these are the you know the brewers association and not put out this list so like that is not ironclad written in stone but i did think it's interesting that that cities like chicago indianapolis los angeles i mean of course portland's there um were on the top 10 list but so so was Tampa and, and Cleveland, right? Yeah, and you, you're familiar with Cleveland. You've had
1: beers there. Oh yeah, I've had a yeah. bunch of beers in Cleveland.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's cool, and I've been to Indianapolis, you know, a million times. Specifically, most recently in the last last year or two, even just driving there from from Florida, I've been there. I don't know, the last year during this COVID thing, I think we went up there three times, which is crazy in like a calendar year, or maybe yeah. like like eighteen months. Not that full two years, but like a year and a half. I think I've been there like three times now, um, and we spent significant time there. Like I spent two weeks over last Christmas, a week before that in the fall time, and then a week after that in the sp- in the springtime. So, um, Indianapolis is is it's becoming a beer city. You know, I don't think it's like a Portland. I don't think they can mm. really put it, and they they have it in this list here over you know portland and i don't think it should be they have indianapolis number two behind san francisco and san francisco I get it they got anchor steam they've got some really great huge breweries there so i understand that being a big beer city i don't think it's a big hyper craft beer city and that's that's what i don't I, i don't think that is where this list kind of stacks up however when you get to tampa which is technically like number six or seven right behind denver i mean that's there's a lot of good craft beer here. And there's, you know, even two years ago, before COVID was a thing, we had like 76 breweries just in the Tampa Bay area, which is literally like Pinellas County, Hillsborough, and, and you know, um, I guess Pasco. I'm not sure, like, what the other county was. But yeah, really, really cool, really cool stuff to see Tampa on any kind of list <laughs> like this. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. What did you think about it?
1: No, I thought it was interesting. Um, I actually thought it was slightly more interesting on how they were actually coming up with this I never really thought you know again as, as you pointed out like this isn't like coming straight off the official um you know uh craft beer uh, what was, Brew- sorry. brewer's
0: Association the
1: Brewers Association Thank you said a ba yeah yep uh, so it wasn't coming off of that it was they had their own sort of way of of kicking it calculating all this so they the way they went about it was they had they took the amount of unique beers and then the <laughs> the yeah the, the, it was just i, I thought wait wait no,
0: no. A... You're, you're glossing over an important part that i think you would have met the job description for they somebody tried 70,067 beer, unique beers from the top 15 breweries of the nation you're right you and say? i didn't get paid for it at all it was ridiculous
1: <laughs> it was just it was quite outlandish
0: yeah, I agree. Rude if you ask me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you but, get benefits though? Like free dental?
1: Yeah, you got, you got plenty of free dental. You got teeth removal from drinking beer from <laughs> oh, 70,000. No, I'm kidding. I don't. I have all my teeth. I just want to throw that out there. I don't have my baby teeth. I lost all those, but. No, no. um I have all my adult teeth in case anyone out there is wondering. No
0: one's asking about your teeth. Continue, please. Well,
1: I mean, I just. I don't know. I feel like it need, needs to be said. It didn't, so, didn't need to be said. It's fine. Well, it's been said. So. Focus, what were you trying to say? No, I just, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting from the get-go how they calculated this, because I I don't, I've always wondered how, like, a list creator could be like, ah, these are top ten, these are these, and, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I've always wondered how somebody can calculate, like, the top, you know, 10, 15, or 25 breweries of America or something like that. Like, how do you even do that? How do you go about that? Like, best sales? Like, best uh, amount uh, of beer? Like, I mean, it's and, and it, you can it was interesting yeah
0: you you can do it any number of ways but the way they they specifically did it is they took the top 15 breweries offering more than 28 types of beer and that's how they did it so they're saying like big breweries that had a, a wide you know breadth of selection and then they they boiled it down to the average which only had like 19 and they said who's you know trending on this scale. So so again, the Bruce association would would have would have taken a different stance on how they approach the top 10 breweries in the nation like they would probably do it on style and preference and people's you know preference and whatever. I get all that, but but it is interesting. I I just love seeing, you know, a hometown on the uh, on the list. So um though I know that San Francisco you know, um, Portland, Denver, Tampa, even Cleveland and San Diego. I've heard, you know, a lot of good things come out of there from beer-wise. But um, Chicago, Indianapolis, uh, Philadelphia, like it just doesn't... I don't know if that resonates with me. But but y'all let us know. Um, again, if you want to contribute the conversation on this kind of story and more, um, please check us out. There's a Facebook group uh, we have for uh, Craft Brews and Geek News. And it's just a fantastic way to chat with people. So if you have any beer stores like that, please let us know. Otherwise... We're gonna move on to our favorites section. In Geek news, drink it on in. Send it on back. Wait, drink it on in, Lossman?
1: Oh, I thought you were wanting me to burp. I had I came up dry. No, oh, um,
0: no one wants you to burp.
1: I don't know. You gave me a burp like look. So I, <laughs> did I? I mean, do you want to burp right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, because I don't have a good one up. Oh, okay.
0: 145 episodes. 100
1: and i've only burped on four of them is that what you're trying to say <laughs> way
0: like, more than that really
1: and you've been cutting them all out yeah. wow <laughs> i thought that was making top i thought that was a real material right no there. never wow. okay well i guess we can get to this later but uh, yeah let's please well, anyways send <laughs> it on news. back just drink it on in send it on back <laughs> Just guilt driven. Ah <laughs> oh, god.
0: Um Alright, so this is the section of the show where we talk about some non-beer related stories. And also sometimes they cross paths, I'm not gonna lie. Um but there are some interesting things here. So so of course, you know, we've been covering how much COVID has kind of hit the craft beer scene and things like that. But some some good news, and it's really not good news, it's just kind of news in general, where some of the, the first Big companies, I guess, big places that we hang out at, and, and big places that I think most people would, would say, "Wow, if they're doing that, I, th- you know, we need to do this." Um, Starbucks, Walt Disney World, Walmart now, <clears throat> several other businesses, Universal Studios, in terms of theme parks and things like that, that are that are critical to Central Florida now have also relaxed their uh, max pol- max their their mask. Max pol- their mask policy. Um, it's crazy, but it is in step with the Florida CDC with the Florida guidelines that are adhering to the CDC uh, recommendations of vaccinated people don't need masks anymore.
1: So vaccinated um, people can also make out with alligators. Still, that's true. It's always been fine. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. You made it very specific to Florida, like, and that's why I was like, I don't know, I got to throw an alligator bit in there. <laughs> I mean, other
0: people are probably doing it too. I'm sure. So. I don't recommend
1: I don't it. <laughs> Just, anyway, yeah. anyway.
0: No, it's it's bizarre. So, like, over almost overnight, and it's so weird that the timing worked out where all the young people were eligible and should have been, right? I see young people like like people in their 30s and people, you know, younger than that. Even now, it's going into, like, the 12-year-olds that can get vaccinated with the Pfizer stuff, which is fantastic. But isn't it crazy that as soon as it was available to everybody, like, no less than two or three weeks later, masks are no longer required and things are going back to normal at a rapid wait, rate, I get it that Florida is doing this, but I think it's still a little premature, and I think it's a little bit early, in my opinion. Now. Yeah,
1: so was there, like, when they came out with this, and I, I suppose a proper amount of research could absolutely answer this question, but was there, like, perhaps a, um, like, an order number that went along with this? Yeah, so, yeah well, you, you mean, like, what? I mean, like, execute order
0: <laughs> mask and, and then mask. whatever DeSantis said like no I'd, i i mean obviously the state of florida is driven by you know some uh tourism bucks and i totally understand that at all as long as it doesn't put the safety of the residents and whatnot in line but but again you know we've got almost half the nation now um fully vaccinated or at least in the process of getting vaccinated which is fantastic so Um, you know, I I see this as like a give and take. It's kind of like you know, I wanna I wanna watch it and see how it happens, and I feel bad for folks that put too much faith and trust into a system where maybe it wasn't ready to roll out for. But also, anybody that's listening, you know, if you choose to not be vaccinated, that is a choice. If you choose to be vaccinated, you you have free resources to do it and to be, you know, set up for that so that you don't have to suffer any of these things that these things and yes, there's side effects and yes, there's other things involved. And I totally understand that too. So, so we won't dwell on it more, but I, but I do find it really interesting that places like Walmart are, are are incentivizing 75 bucks for every employee that gets vaccinated. Disney is paying you to get vaccinated and supplying the vaccination for you. So like, you know, this whole state is driven by tourism. If that's what your MO is, then then just get the vaccination and, and, and be part of the, positive you know momentum to 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 get people back to the state to get travel moving again but those who don't it's your choice completely i I understand um but but you know that's my take on it so so i i see this story and i'm like hey you know in three months from now dude it's going to be it's going to be pretty it's going to be haywire i mean it's going to it's going to be like it was never a thing, I think. Besides these boosters, like flu shots and things like that, so I don't, I don't know. But I threw the story in here because it was the first time that we've seen fully transparent rules now moving down from okay, we don't have to worry anymore. Boom, 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 let's go and let's see how fast other businesses and stuff like that take off because I think it's going to be a really rapid adoption rate of this particular mentality. Yeah.
1: So. Now I couldn't have said it better myself, so I won't say anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and again, that's just that—that that is just my personal opinion. This no, by no means anybody else's, and y'all do what you want to. But, but yeah. I think we're we're seeing we're rounding the corner on this thing. I hope, and and it really just it makes everybody feel better. I think, um, even though it's going to be an unusual seeing. Some people with, some people without masks, some people you don't know. Like, how will you know? You'll never know. Like, so just be careful. <laughs> yep,
1: and I think that's and be absolutely safe. well. Well said. Um, yeah. it's just, just be careful. Um, don't lick too many doorknobs if you are fully vaccinated.
0: I try to limit myself.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's up to the observer.
0: I mean, two or three, it's fine.
1: Two or three a minute, I get. A minute. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't go to the same Walmart that I do. So.
0: Oh, you do to Walmart. why yeah. do they have doorknobs? What Walmart you are you going to? to? <laughs> well,
1: these are mainly like fire safety doors. We're talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> None of those have doorknobs either.
1: Well, okay, it's more of a crash bar, but yeah, I mean, you backing know. yourself into a hole now. <laughs> uh, you good at painting either, Walmart. Well, so yeah. well, either which of way, yeah. Again. Teach his or her own.
0: All right. Well, enough on that. Um, we, you know, we won't beat that that
1: horse. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost said dead horse. Like, how did the horse die? Oh my God! It's dark. <laughs> Why? Oh, no, it's not supposed to be dark. I know it didn't need to be, but there it is. <laughs> oh boy.
0: How about? Speaking of stories that are sending us up to the stratosphere, how about this? It's crazy. We covered for, I don't know, weeks and weeks, and it was national news about how everybody's so excited. We landed a rover on Mars. We had a helicopter on Mars. It's crazy. You know, nothing. Oh, Saturday, I think, like evening. Yeah. (laughs) China landed a 530 pound rover on Mars, and nobody gave a shit. I I think it's pretty incredible.
1: We've already been there, dude. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, oh, you want a sticker?
0: But it has six instruments.
1: Should our rover have, like, a sticker dispenser to be like, you want a cookie? Oh,
0: no. That's, not,
1: That's not, not very China,
0: nice. China's rover. It's Some might say the best. Others might say the worst. <laughs> I, oh. Not so much. <laughs> ah.
1: You sound like a British Trump. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, I really botched that British. one, didn't I? <laughs>
0: that may or may not retain in the podcast, but we'll see what happens. Eh, we'll ascertain that later. Anyways, the Tai on Wen orbiter basically launched at July 23rd, so just a few short days after your birthday Yay! last year. Spent seven months entering the orbit. Stayed there for a while, about three months, until it could find a spot to drop, and then it did. And basically it came down very similar to how um, our rover did. It, it you know uh, landed, yeah, basically broke through the atmosphere, dropped down the uh, little chute little guy that kind of like...
1: Rovers over the or like heavy, we're heavy using NASA over. terms now. The shoot yeah, guy, of course. Go on.
0: The sh- the shoot guy came down. <laughs> shoot
1: guy, you're on. <laughs> what, yep. Can you imagine and then, that? And
0: then Droppy and then Droppy boy with the rocket Dro- <laughs> boosters, and then he had little lasers that came down and saw the landing spot. And then he said, nah yep. now, nah, yep, yep, just right, just like Mama's porch. I mean, baby's porch <laughs> or whoever's porch. It was in the script. And Why he went is down, he boom, on a porch. I'm confused. I don't porridge. Oh, okay, porridge. Got Gotcha. gotcha. Get it that. right. So <laughs> then so then he's been there for two days Just sitting on his little platform And he's waiting But I think tomorrow or sometime this week He, he will actually roll off there And that, that is incredible So now we've got two countries From one planet Becoming an interplanetary thing Not species just yet But at least travel We've been there, right? Like it's interesting right. and, and that it, it, is, it is amazing That the, the Chinese space program Was able to do this I know the Russian space program Also, you know Within, if you don't notice, like within, where if, if you didn't know, within like a week of our lo- rover program launching to go to Mars, the Perseverance and, and the helicopter and everything else, China and Russia both launched at the same time their own programs to do this. Good call. Let's spread out. Let's not work together. <laughs> well, well, well. I think, and then there, there always is because like there's, there's the international space station. So I think like space is still this very communal, like workshop that we can, we can leverage this and, and make into a real relationship, but it is very interesting that all these things happen at around the same time, right? Because there was a window, a, a launch window of, of several weeks, several months, whatever it may be. I believe it's weeks that, that you can say, okay, if you if you launch between here and here, you've got the shortest distance to get there, and that's where the, the mathematics and the, the equations come in, but you don't I think, just think it's really... You don't think Go
1: there ahead. was one of those orange signs floating in space saying, like, Mars is closed <laughs> from, like... <laughs> <laughs> this date until this date and, like, no vacancy, was a detour, <laughs> like no vacancy, yeah, Straight up north how 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 uh, I don't know, pools closed for the summer, <laughs> Mars is closed for the Mars and earth summer. <sighs> What
0: I find interesting though is that the more the more research that we get out of of trips going up there the the more knowledge we'll have and the better I think we'll be off for a, a to be a multi-planetary species and that is the goal right is like to get us off this planet onto another one and 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 just see how we can grow this thing like I, we've all seen interstellar all right all right um everything everything that we we know though is is here and it's gonna be here until until we can we can get off this rock and do something different i just think it'd be crazy if like a hundred years from now will not be here but like the podcast will be yeah <laughs> it will be it will be wild just to say like hey man like all this you know happened and we're we're doing this stuff and it might not be a hundred it might be a thousand or far like numbers you can't even fathom it's just wild to even try to understand but goddamn, like it, it is interesting just that we're doing this stuff
1: i so i still think they're gonna put a toll plaza on the moon like you, yeah just, they like, should to get out like new jersey yeah
0: and i think they will i think they will And i think the u.s is gonna probably own it You're like hey you want to use our shit <laughs> that'd be dope
1: that's what the the lunar
0: that's what the whole lunar like bridge is and like all this stuff about having a moon base and then having a it's easy it's way easier to launch rockets off the moon than it is the earth that's just a fact but if you can do it also in space it's even better so i don't know dude i am not a scientist i am not whoa 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 whoa
1: whoa whoa you're not a scientist news (laughs) i have to go i've been wasting a lot of time
0: i thought you were Bill nice assistant
1: I definitely need to get out of here. I hey, thought Bill I was Nye's talking assistant? to a scientific community. Uh, does Bill Nye's
0: assistant also have a science degree? Did he go you, to science school for seven years?
1: You mean to tell me this entire time, all these years of this podcast, <laughs> I've been talking to a bunch of people sitting in their Honda like Honda Accords in traffic. What? You really spent like seven people sitting in the, <laughs> on the courts. Maybe I'm not all trying the- to reach out to people oh. in Priuses. I'm trying to talk to the scientific community but at my lack well, of <laughs> knowledge in the beer and science industry.
0: You're on the wrong show. Um, anyways, <laughs> yep. speaking Bro. of the right show <laughs> and outer space in general, have you been watching The Bad Batch? We just have to talk about this now. We're three episodes in. Have you, have you seen them all? Yes. Them all? some of them the, most, the most of them yes
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah um i guaranteed saw one and two i think i saw three
0: threes where they like were um they crash landed like on a planet with energy Negative. sucking Negative. monsters okay all right there's not a lot of story to ruin there it's one of those filler ones we've talked about in the past Fantastic. Um, but there is some there is some my, my my hot takes on the bad batch is that and i want to get yours hot take bad before batch. i ready set go i'll take bad batch before i say too much i do want to get your opinion on it because um i have just in a general sense, sense been loving this and i don't normally get into the cartoons but i've been loving this cartoon more than most because of the world building and we talked about it last episode how much world building they're doing but but give me your take on like some of just that like and this is going to be full spoilers so if you haven't seen episode one two and three get off one of the rock, watch it. Disney plus. If you want my login, just give me a tweet. <laughs> well, what? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I do want to hear what you have to say about, about the, uh, the world building aspect. Cause I really think, I really <laughs> think this is going to be something that they continue to do moving forward. And they've done it with Mando. They've done it with clone wars to an extent they've done it with every, almost every show they've done since. But like, what did you think about this man? Like just look at it, episode 1 and 2. And we'll just talk about those for for the minute and then we can we can cover the ones later, but what what were your initial thoughts and and how do you think it's going?
1: Yeah, so copy that. Uh big time uh, Clone Wars uh animated series uh follower and so I've loved every single aspect of that. Cause I always feel that they provide so much subtle information that makes everything that you saw in all the movies, like so much better. Like I am make a more cute, sense. Yeah. yeah it, everything not even make more sense, but like it just, it provides that layer of star Wars style, like depth that like every time I find out about a new thing that like was covered and as part of the Star Wars canon, and I only realized it like nine years later, I'm like, what? I'm like, they have a whole series that breaks down every single... Sh- no, I, I said series incorrectly. They have a whole book series that breaks down all the ships and how they actually work? Like, when I found that out, I was like, whoa, how does that even happen? <laughs> like This is amazing. But like, this is another one of those pages. This is another one of those like layers of depth that I... Absolutely enjoy. So Bad Batch, again, you know, it she rides like a standard issue Clone Wars season. However, she drives like a uh I don't know, like some sort some, some sort of in between, some sort of hybrid, maybe like a Prius. I'm not saying anything. But, um... <laughs> Man,
0: that was almost a perfect quote for the intro. I was hoping Ow! you were gonna say, "I was hoping you are gonna say the uh like like she drives like the um, Razor Crest," because that would have been very very uh, perfect to say. Well. To be fair,
1: I was ripping off a bit from Futurama about Zach Brannigan saying, "Yeah, I know, takes, I know." Takes control of a eatery that <laughs> that rides a like a steakhouse, but drives like a bistro. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, I remember. It right
0: there. Yeah, uh, so, I rem- I redeemed it because I knew what you were talking about before you explained it. Anyway, well, you were sort of
1: bullshitting around over there, but
0: well, no, but but you're right. Like, in, in so part of the like part of the, it's 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 one of the biggest Star Wars things for me, but also one of the biggest ones that I have the most questions for. So it's like it's like it's like it, it is the most critical point I think in the Star Wars, or, the, or let's just say the the Skywalker franchise, whatever it is, the Skywalker story, right? Because that's what we know yeah. so far. We don't know much. We don't know much about the High Republic and stuff like that yet. We will, I'm sure. Um, but in canon, to your point, the Skywalker saga. It, it there's a linchpin and it's Order sixty six. That's not a spoiler at all, but but what I love and they did it in Clone Wars. They did it in Rebels. They've done it in the video games. They've done it in everything. Is is how do you explore Order sixty six? And so in the first episode of the Bad Batch, just freaking full bore. <laughs> they just they crank it off. There there goes boom. Order sixty six. What happens? And the, the these particular batch of clones are immune. Some most most, you know, most. whatever for the most part are are immune to it and that's incredible to see what happens there. And did you notice who escaped in that first episode? That yeah. the kid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Caleb Dune. Mm-hmm. Doesn't go by Caleb anymore. Or didn't go by Caleb anymore. Oh, yeah. Kanan Jarrus is who that was. Yeah. Which is which is like the lead man from rebels which which ties that all So like pff, that was one thing that was pretty incredible but <clears throat> the other part is that these this bad batch you know is trying to figure out why they're ostracized and why this is going on and how this is going on and why weren't they aware of it and this kind of crap it's it, it just it paints a really interesting picture as to like where the galaxy was at this point and then you see my man Tarkin which god bless <laughs> dude I love that Tarkin keeps showing up decades yeah. after he's dead. And I love it. I love it because of my gamer tag, which I have on every system. <laughs> I like that a lot. But I also enjoy the fact that he keeps coming up because you can just see that he's driving, the, he's executing the strategy that Emperor Palpatine has like put in place years and decades and way before. So it's like, so you got to imagine this plan was set when you know, uh, Amidala and, and, you know, Anakin was a child. And, yep. and this was already set in motion because all these things were building to here. And then all of a sudden it shows you almost instantly how clones are now, you know, a way of the past. And we're going to get free soldiers that come in here and get hired for it because it's cheaper. And the soldiers are like, well, I get more money by doing this because I used to fight for these guys, the Rebellion or whatever, and I don't like them. So I do. It's just, it was it was bizarre to see, almost overnight that the clones went out of went out of commission not went out but like we're no longer you know the 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 top but at the same time now the empire has control over this i don't know how many millions of people uh, clones were out there already now they've got this massive army and they're recruiting people that they're paying privately to be better than the clones so it's like no shit, like, that this got to the point of where a new hope picks up and everything else picks up because it all just makes perfect sense. But if the Empire could do this in two days or, like, literally two episodes, yeah. imagine, and, and this is, like, you know, 18 years, 16, 15 years before a new hope. So, like, no shit that the Empire was able to, like, turn around all this crap and, like, make you immediately forget about the Jedi and immediately forget about everything else and immediately forget about clone troopers and whatever else. It it's crazy because this cartoon which is a silly thing to say literally unlocked that entire time period over 20 years and we only, we haven't even seen the remainder of the episode so like it's bizarre man but like isn't that nuts that's the world building stuff and i'm like wow <laughs> yeah
1: no i'm loving it i i think i got i think i got a taste of that um in and i've referenced it on this show um I got a taste of that earlier on when there was a old batch of clones in Rebels. Yeah, and they were still operating off their A C T E. Yeah, and I I freaking love that episode just because I'm like, what? Like that might be the that, that might be the the initial quote right there. By the way, my sound effects because that just blew my mind. I'm like, this is a batch of three. I think I think it was three. Um, of older clones that are now, you know, I mean, they're showing their age and whatnot, and it's not that long of a time period. They're still relevant to the story, but they're just living out their days and their ATTE. And it's just, that was just, you know, forget the rest of the episode, in my opinion. Uh, I, You know, and it was a good episode. It was not bad. But forget the rest of the episode. That right there that they still existed and they were still just living out their days blew my mind and was easily my favorite rebels episode so yeah it kind of bad batches yeah yeah
0: and i think that they're gonna i think they're gonna leverage a lot more lore and a lot more canon for this show than i think that we can even imagine i don't think there's gonna be space whales i don't think it's gonna be i don't think it's gonna be a lot of other kind of um like ether that that was in a lot of the other shows and cartoons specifically because i don't I don't know if this one, in particularly, like is for children. You know, like some like Rebels had a lot of kitty moments and things like that. Yeah. where they had to like dull it down. I think there's a lot of like fighting and killing and death in this, and it's like it, yeah, it's still for kids. It's a cartoon, but I think it's more of like an adult like graphic novel more than like a children's book. You know, so I hope that's what it works out because most of the cartoons, which is why I don't follow them and, and can't just I just physically can't get attached to them like Rebels. Because like it's more of like a kid's you know novel, not like a not like an adult thing. But this has a lot of like interesting concepts and they're subtly world building just by introducing characters like Tarkin and and what is coming in the line with the Caminos, like the Caminoians Comi- yes. or whatever they're they're shitting their britches right now. And why and what are they going to do and how does that work and what really happens? Like again, part of the questions in my head you know from this whole series is like okay y'all built y'all built 10 million clones what happens after that contract goes away like is that it what do you do that's an entire like civilization it's your like what happens to those bros like i just don't you know, like
1: they just start building cabbage patch dolls <laughs> like, and they're like, no one will notice. <laughs> yeah,
0: you yeah, know, they could or Elmo, you know, whatever. It's fine. Like, I don't know if that's still a thing, but like, I guess they could. I just don't get it. Like, I don't understand it, but I have so many questions. Like, I just have questions about that and that, that has always bugged me out of the universe. It's like, well, how did this happen and why? And like, what is the, but you can see it, they're unpacking it slowly. And so I, I really do appreciate that. Um, So I don't know. Hey. I'm not saying this is gonna be like the best Star Wars. I think I still think like Mando, both seasons, season one, season two, whatever you want, some of the best goddamn Star Wars we've ever gotten in the yep. last, you know, twenty years. But I I think there's hope for this to bridge some gaps, and I think there'll be more like this, if nothing else, in real life, you know, other stories and other episodes and things like Mando where they, they could build some gaps and, and bridge some, some content. So I'm excited for that. What so, are you smiling at?
1: Some would say a new hope. No. Oh, okay. Nope. Did I, did I say no. a new hope? Nope. <laughs> no, you said there there might be hope, and I was like, some would say a new one. No, you just
0: look creepy. You just got close to the microphone with your big old Yeah, smile. I did the, the moon
1: maneuver from Zelda, to anybody who's familiar. I just kept getting oh, closer geez. to the camera. Dude, that was a creepy. Yeah, all right. We don't. I can see a ding dong reference coming my way as soon as you finish Googling <laughs> this. Oh. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen out there, this is going to be a difficult one to take. <laughs> I should also quit phrasing it that way. Um, It's called
0: Majora's Mask.
1: Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was Majora's Mask. That was not the Ocarina of Time. That was Ocarina, Ocarina Time was, of was, time right was before. the best
0: first, and still, I say best, Zelda game on Nintendo 64. So, Wallace, you can eat your words. In fact, eat a hat right now. I wanted to see you eat a hat or a shoe. Either one will do. I actually lost my Bass Pro Shop hat, so... <laughs> you can't eat that. You got a Bass Pro Shop shoe? <laughs> I'm fresh out of shoes. All right, fine. No, I won't make it this. All right, no, it's fine. All right. Anyways, yes. Uh, So yes, Um, I don't know what that tangent was on, but I had to prove you wrong, and I'm glad I did. So
1: yes, um, we're all thrilled that you proved me wrong, and you took a bunch of extra time (laughs) to do that. So thank you. (laughs) The 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 listeners out there are so thrilled with you just. Anyways, shitting all over Did you
0: like Did you like Saw Guerrera in episode two? Because I thought that
1: was really weak. (laughs) Yeah, I did did not not. seem like Force (laughs) Whitaker? I don't Uh, understand why. So, not only was the voice wrong, but the actual character was wrong. For it was wrong. Minutes, I was, <laughs> it was like, very oh, shit. wrong. I was like, somehow they got Boba back. <laughs> like, it was weird. Like, he did not look like Saw Gerrera. He did not have any of the, like, signature Saw Gerrera armor. I mean, I think there no. were a fleeting bit of shoulder pads, which should have died out in the was- 80s.
0: And that was really only about, I think, 10 or 15 years before A New Hope. So, like, I'm a little concerned as to, like, what that is. Because he's going to come back, and he doesn't look right.
1: No, he looks totally wrong. And that's that's not really okay. Like, I mean, they've done so many good things. Like, the actual Ahsoka Tano going from digital, you know, cartoon to and I apologize, I blank on her name. But I'm a big fan. Um, but you know who I'm referring to, the... The actress who played Ahsoka Tana in the Ashley X thing, yeah. Uh,
0: well, she, the, there's the, Ashley X thing was a voiceover in the Rebels, but she was the, or and, sorry, in Clone Wars, but Rosario Dawson, yeah, Rosario Dawson, Rosario that's Dawson. The one. Yeah, Thank Rosario you. Dawson. I don't know why yep. I was blanking yep. on her
1: name. It's been a long day, but yeah, no, she yeah. was spot on, absolutely yep. glorious in that role. She really and, was yeah. in both the voiceover. Loved her as a uh, loved her as Snips um, to those of you Ugh. out there. What? What's wrong with that? I hate Snips. (laughs) What do you hate, Snips? What's wrong with that? It's a nickname. I I
0: don't like the name Snips.
1: Oh, you're fine with Porkins though.
0: (laughs) I love Porkins. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture. (laughs) So Saul Guerrero must get messed up. He has to get messed up, then, because I'm looking at a picture of I him, and you're right. His armor is, like... Wrong. There's breathing apparatuses and, like, vents and weird yep. straps and stuff. He's got, he had a, like, a face mask that he pulled off. Remember that? Correct. Yeah, he's got to... So they're going to mess him up, I think, in Bad Batch, somehow. Really? Now, wouldn't they that have, be a
1: dark little carrot? Like, I mean, <clears throat> just, it would be such an interesting little, like...
0: They have to. He they was have to. He because-
1: perfectly fine... Or no, I shouldn't say perfectly fine, like perfectly battle fine. damage and whatnot. He
0: was a, he was a veteran when they met him at Bad Batch. Like obviously, the, like if if Tarkin knows your name, you're you're a problem. And Tarkin was like, you have to go kill you know Sagrera and his crew. So I definitely think there's an issue there with him. But but I I do think that they're gonna mess him up.
1: Yeah, um, like he has some his, sort of like uh, respiration damage or something like. I mean, his yeah, he's got something. a
0: cybernetic. So he has a cybernetic right leg, an oxygen respirator, a pressurized suit of armor, and reinforced lungs. That's I'm reading off the Wikipedia. So obviously he's got some shit going on.
1: <laughs> Something like blew up in his face, and he they survived. messed him up. Yeah. Well, and tr- that would be cool. It, yeah. That'd, I mean, not that would be cool. I don't want anybody to go through. Anything no, no, like no. That, but that'll
0: but, be cool if they explain it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It would be neat. Yeah, that would be really backstory. cool. Yeah.
0: So, so to wrap this up, and again, we can talk about a lot of these clones. So I want to talk about, like, who, who the hell is Admiral now, Rampart, right? Out of part of the, um, that's what, that's one of the last things that you, you haven't seen him yet, but you'll see him in episode three. Doesn't, doesn't make anything different. It just, it just, he's a Admiral on the Emperor's side that, that, you know, uh, Tarkin basically promotes during the episode. But it'd be huh. interesting to see, like, what he is doing, who these other people are, what happens to Saw i assume that they're getting him they're gonna mess him up so that he is set up to be this like real broken guy by the time you know Jin urso and the folks out of um rogue one get to meet him so I, i'm not sure man but but again that's part of it that i anticipate is going to be really cool um you know so that's that's kind of where i'm at but i i do have one question for you before we move on too far um past this but what do you what do you think of omega Besides her sweet New Zealand accent,
1: <laughs> yeah, she's a kiwi. I had to look yes, her up. Definitely a
0: kiwi, yeah.
1: Michelle Ang. Um, I had to look her up, or I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. Ong Ang. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, but um, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah,
0: I think it's interesting know. they introduced like a, a little kid clone kind of thing. That's like Boba, but, like, improved, right? That's what it seems like? Yeah,
1: it seems like a Boba-esque type situation. However, yeah. um, I'm like, where did you get that accent? <laughs> Michelle Ang, fun fact, she was also in Fear of the Walking Dead. And so I thought it sounded she? familiar. She was. Fear of the Walking Dead, remember, started technically, there was a webisode that, uh, a series of, you know, an entire series of webisodes. That started yeah, yeah. on a plane. She was on that plane. And she was one of the main characters. She was the one that was quite literally the most badass. Um, so if you think you've heard that voice before, you did. It was from Fear the Walking Dead. As a squawking dead. A little bird reference there. To any of you uh, pigeon lovers <laughs> no. out there. I don't know. Uh,
0: anyways, the original Django Fett, um, the actor, it's Mara Morrison, is Badness. from New Zealand, so that makes sense, that makes sense that he is, that she has an accent from him, but they also alluded that the original clone DNA is kind of failing, so like, that's interesting too, because now they're out of clone DNA, and they can't do anything more with it, can't make anymore, but this, you know, um, new clone, Omega, you know, kind of, which also Omega seems like, you know, the epiphany of what you can do with science and that kind of stuff the way they label stuff so that kind of makes sense that she's like the thing yeah she's got some marksman ability she's stronger than most and she's intuitive which is like you know three out of the five clones that they had so uh from the bad batch at least so i'm I'm excited to see where she kind of like fits into the role but it sounds like she's going to be uh she's going to fit in really well with with the team so who knows but you know they've had uh, Mando with a baby Yoda. They've got the Bad Batch with a baby girl clone. Who, you know, so I don't know. They just think that must be the the hook. I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: everyone's everyone's just got these fun like everyone's yeah. got
0: fatherly figures. Yeah, yeah, just, like,
1: just fun. F- yeah, family figures and whatnot. Just yeah, flying around. It, it's, it's just cool. I like it. It is. It, it yeah. It, 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 it is
0: fun. It, it, but that's also part of the cartoon kind of kiddie stuff that I, I do think is going to be in there, right? Like, we have to have little kids that are watching the show and be like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. And this is fine. But you also want, like, lore build for, like, us and, like, other folks that are.
1: Who didn't look at old Ben Kenobi for, like, the 15 minutes that he was on screen as, like, the fun grandpa? Like, <laughs> I've Nobody got did. a laser He's sword horrible. that'll punch your face out. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll disappear in, like, 15 minutes.
0: A rather elegant weapon for a different time.
1: I haven't gone by old grandpa in a long time. (laughs) How cool would that cut be? If he's just like, I haven't had to pick a child up from a Chuck E. Cheese ball pit in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that would apply, but I would like to watch that version. I don't know. You tell me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would too. All right, all right. Well, we've talked enough now. We've got to, we have really got to end this because I think we've talked half the show now on this, so. I feel like um, most of
1: the shows we talk 100% of the time, so. <laughs> Woo, this guy. got you you on that one. Yep. <laughs> got my numbers in line.
0: All right. Well, we do hope that the bad batch continues to um to push the Disney, you know, canon and 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 storyline further, add context to the Skywalker saga and then hopefully build upon new stuff that we can we can leverage here moving forward like, you know, Fallen Order 2 whenever it comes out, um, you know, the, the fabled remakes of KOTOR and, and Knights of the Old Public stuff. So, yeah, I'd love to see more of this happening, but I do enjoy the subtle references they put in. So, any other closing comments
1: well, before we uh, wrap it up for tonight? Can I just see what 1313 was supposed to be? Please? I just want to see yeah. it.
0: Like, I think there's assets that are going to be buried, or buried, bur- borrowed for the new thing that they're making because there is a, a brand new star wars open world game coming out i think some of that no probably not that one specifically battlefront 3 is on the horizon for sure i think that's going to be interesting there's a whole bunch of and and then fallen order 2 is all in the works for
1: sure so, and then i guess closing notes can they just make battlefront 3 battlefront 2 from 2005 like i'd, they'll, I'd buy hey, it I'd buy it thirty dollars cash. Like, give me it. Yeah, that will
0: be fun. I, that's a whole other conversation, but we'll get yeah. into that at a different time. So. Of course. All right. Well, um, as always, we appreciate everybody listening to the show here. You can find me um, and most of the the folks in the show here again, like I mentioned, on the uh, Facebook group Craft Brews and Geek News. Just give it a give it a search on Facebook. You'll find it. It's a great group. I think we're almost up two hundred people now um very very tight group uh we talk about beer we talk about geek news not always star wars we talk about dc we talk about everything there all sorts of movies shows um and tvs so so please do give us a like there or or at least check it out you can always find me on instagram twitter and youtube um craftology radio i say me but again that's part of the team here so if we have like you know play nights or we do um let's plays or we do any kind of like game previews we did a lot of YouTube stuff with um, Oculus and some of the new titles coming out there that we got privy to and got some information for. The devs reach out, and give us some demo keys. So there's some new reviews there for games. If you're thinking about stuff, if there's anything you want to see there, again, hit us up on YouTube, hit us up on the uh, Facebook group. Mister Lousman, where can the good kids find you?
1: I can be found at Mister Lousman on Twitter. But I would like to do more play nights. I think maybe we should do like an open house. What are your thoughts on that? That'd be a cool one, like where we just say, hey, totally just, open. I, don't do open.
0: No, I said I'm totally open. Oh. Sorry to cut you
1: off. I like, don't do open. I'm like, that's literally part of the name. You realize this, right? No. no, um, But like, yeah. I think it'd be cool, like Mixer, almost like a, uh, like a let's all play Rocket League and just bullshit around because everyone can have that fucking game for no money. So like yeah, we
0: like should that. we should organize that, and we'll, we'll probably use that Facebook group to do more of that stuff. Also, like Twitch, you know, Twitch live streams and things like that too. I want to do more of. So yeah, um, yeah, definitely, definitely give us a give us a shout there. But the Facebook group is a good way to get to everybody on the show here, and not only our show, but shows like you know Ryan's newest show, which is the oh geez, not called Fantasy Bruce, it's called Pass Me a Draft. It's called Pass Me a Draft, and they basically cover NFL stuff all the time. And we've got you know. Uh, this week in geek that will come back eventually as soon as things can get kind of settled after this this pandemic so a lot of stuff coming up on the network but please do give a shout there and laos as we say at the end of every episode make sure take you tom
1: oh, okay well you talked over me um so, that's... so ladies and gentlemen uh this is your captain speaking make sure you turn on your captions and present now yeah all right <laughs> bye everybody what is that from i don't i, I literally read the bottom of it you've been listening to the official podcast of the brewmasters club craft brews
0: and geek news grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network